0: Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers were dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, joyfully prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. to the Joyfully Prepared podcast. I'm so glad you're listening. I am happy to introduce you to my friend and guest, Jody Chafee. Thank you for being here, Jody. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> my pleasure. Jody Chafee is the founder of Our Modern Heritage Academy, LLC, where she empowers families to live more intentionally, cultivate their vision and values, and prepare their children to grow into their life's purpose and mission. You can listen to her wherever you subscribe to podcasts on the family culture movement. Jody is a seasoned podcaster, homeschool mom, and family culture master in training. She obtained a degree in health promotion and lifespan development and loves all things parenting, health, entrepreneurship, and homeschooling. She started studying personal development and business culture and looked for ways to apply it to her family. This resulted in a powerful framework for confronting cultural norms, defining successful cultures, and applying them to families who want to transform their family culture, live with intention, and defy the status quo. Defy the status quo. Jody loves singing, podcasting, marketing strategies, and reading. She and her family live in Idaho. Yay! She knows all sorts of good stuff. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. No, thank you for having me, Wendy. I'm excited. Yay. So I have a big question for you. Um, and we've been chatting a little before we um, started today. I I want you to talk, as you are an expert in family culture, I want you to talk about the mom. And I want you to talk to the mom who has teenagers. And these teenagers are starting to go through their evolution whatever you want to call it yeah. and the and society tells us that we have to be victims to what um whatever our child is doing their mood their whatever and we have to be a victim to it and i want you to talk about how that is not true
1: Oh, okay wendy that's a big that is a big question <laughs> because that's you know there's a lot that's a loaded question there's a lot that goes into it because you know, the, our, our youth, our teens, they are going through a lot of stuff and, you know, um, physiologically and physically and socially, and, you know, they are just experiencing a lot of, a lot of things. And so it can feel, um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just entering this phase. My daughter is about to turn 13. And so we haven't quite experienced the mood swings or anything, just, just like a little bit here and there and things. And, um, but she is kind of like socially awkward a little bit, you know? And so it's just kind of like, oh man, we're going to be going into this uh, real heavy, right? that was pretty soon. <laughs> but but from studying family culture and studying the way that, um, you know, we deal with and cope with stressors and changes and transformations and, and things like that in our lives, a lot of our family culture and the... Um, the dynamics that we experience in our families really stem from our default behaviors. Right. And because culture, it's like, those are the patterns, the norms, the, the, the mores, the traditions, those things that, that um, we come with throughout our lives. And we get them from our families. We get them from society. We get them from school and um, they are constantly um, informing our subconscious what to do and how to behave right and and we don't always recognize them because they are subconscious because they are so um just norm normal right like we you know I, I tell this joke that's like two two fish swimming in the water and when no one swims by and says hey how's the water and the, the two look at each other kind of confused like wait what's water <laughs> you know <laughs> that's how our family culture is formed it's normal we don't we don't always um, understand what we're experiencing unless we are put outside of that norm and and are able to confront what's going on, that, that we can see it. And so we tend to just fall back on our default patterns and behaviors because that's what feels right. And, and that's why our habits, our habits can work for or against us. And these, these defaults can work for or against us because we can pick up some pretty nasty habits. We can pick up some pretty nasty default patterns. So when I started out on, on my journey, it was like, okay, I respond to stressors by screaming and shouting and crying. And, you know, when my kids were little and I feel, you know, I look back on it, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, you guys. Like, I I just didn't know how to parent myself. Real, that's the reality. But you know, there are lots of things that that, that are maybe less destructive that are still our default patterns, like eating ice cream or, <laughs> or, um, watching television straight, uh, you know, or, or looking at our screens, whatever screen that the, the device that may be, these aren't necessarily destructive patterns, but they are still not always the ones that we are consciously choosing, choosing because they are, def- they are our defaults. Right. And, and so when we, when we catch ourselves trying to cope with our stressors with default patterns, um, if, if, we aren't, if we aren't conscious of them, then we're just falling into those default patterns. And so when a stressor comes along, our kids are having, like our teenagers having a mood swing or something like that, then, and your default pattern for coping with stress is to react rather than be conscious of what's going on and, and, and how you choose to respond to those, those stressors and those triggers, um, then it will spiral out of control. It will escalate. Right. It will. And, and then the and next thing you know, you're going, how did this happen? How am I now having like estranged from my teenager? And we never want, they never want to talk to me. They tell me that I don't understand them. And I just want to go eat, get a big bowl of ice cream and watch Netflix all night. Right. <laughs> and so that's, that's where things start to deteriorate. Um, the other end of the spectrum could be that our, our, our kids start to have, you know, stressors, or we're experiencing stress the stress along with them, and we feel like we have to fix it and control it. okay? And so that's another default pattern that that um you know, especially if if our parents or our society encourage um authoritarian style of parenting or or we fall into authoritarian style of parenting simply because we're insecure and want to feel a sense of control. <laughs> okay? Um, that's another default pattern. And it is a way, it's a defense mechanism to cushion to ourselves from our insecurities. And so that can also lead to escalation where our kids don't feel like we understand them and, and <laughs> they don't have any autonomy and then it escalates and they're screaming and running, running, running away anyways. <laughs> you know, so, um, so really the, the issue here is number one, confronting those default, de- default patterns and, and being conscious, becoming aware of them is, is step one right? Like when you start to realize when you're starting to feel a defensiveness or feel a stress or you're feeling, um, this, this escalation in, the, in, in feeling that trigger coming along first is to recognize it. And then next is to deescalate. Right. And, and that is really just being able to go, okay, I recognize that I'm starting to feel this rise up in me, whatever it is, because I mean, cause it could be an empathetic feeling that you feel for your child. That's what they're, whatever they're going through. It could be, or it could be a defense or it could be anger or whatever it is. You know, it could be any number of emotions, good or bad, that you are feeling along with your child. Okay. And, and, and so that again, that's not necessarily good or bad. As long as you aren't just you got, you, it's about recognizing those patterns. Okay. And, um, um, but it is always going to be a negative thing if you're escalating those negative feelings, right? <laughs> we don't the, the goal will be to de-escalate those negative feelings. Start by recognizing, then acknowledging it, and then you know, just making a choice. Okay, what am I going to do with these escalating feelings? Do I step away? Do I um um I don't address them with by conversation, with talking about it? Uh, what exactly is triggering inside of me, actually? Because the truth is when we feel those triggering feelings rising up in us, most of the time, it doesn't actually have anything to do with the event or the person that you're experiencing them with. It's actually rising up from a past experiences, rising up from the subconscious um, script that has been written throughout your life on how to respond or how you've been treated or how you behaved in the past or things like that, right? So recognize them, acknowledge them, start, you know, and and then accept them that this is is coming up and then start to kind of like analyze them a little bit, but, but that's not always going to happen in the moment, right? (laughs) Okay. That's like practice. You've been practicing this. So take some time to practice this. Meditate is, meditation is really good. Mindfulness, um, which, you know, if you're not familiar with meditation and mindfulness, that's a whole other topic that I could go into. But on the surface level, it's really just becoming aware of your feelings and your thoughts. And then, and then um, letting them flow, flow by without reacting to them, right? Um, so, those are, so those are some of the, like, precursors to an event <laughs> of struggle that you're, that you're experiencing, right? And then once you are able to, to address, address that, then make a choice. Make a different choice. Right, and and it could be like having compassion, um, whatever that looks like to you, okay? Because ultimately, when I, whenever whatever we're going through, we have to be able to approach it without judgment, because we don't understand all of the factors that are in play, and and so we cannot jump to conclusions, we cannot jump to to judgments, we need to suspend that because understanding that we have these default patterns. It's because we've been practicing default patterns based on how we cope with with our stressors, okay? If we don't um, work on those, then those are the things that arise, and those are the things that escalate and create the dynamics in our family culture. And so we have to be able to take that time to take care of ourselves. So they're care, circumscribe, conscious, and constructive. And so that means taking care of yourself, care involves self-care, which, you know, that's one of those, those corny things. If you're like, Oh, so I take bubble baths and go to the Medicare. No, if th- those are not like, okay, <laughs> things that you should be doing anyway are not self-care. <laughs> that's just, you know, adulting. <laughs> right. And so, um, no, I'm talking about self-care, like just, just being able to take time on your own to like be on your own. And, and c- nurture your own self-worth, right? So whatever that looks like to you. circumscribe scribe is another word for boundaries. And I just chose it because it's a C word <laughs> <for> the, <laughs> to remember for the four C's. So it, it means boundaries, basically, you know, it, being able to um, get clear on your boundaries. I have a couple episodes on my podcast about true boundaries and what a boundary really needs to be um, so that you know, you're not constantly being overwhelmed because the, you know, that's the reality. Like so much of what I've experienced as a mom has become is because I'm constantly playing catch up, right? Like that's what is so freaking overwhelming about parenting is this feeling like I'm just putting out fires. Right. And so having clear boundaries is so important. Consciousness is, is another one. And you can, you can, consciousness comes in, in many forms um, being fully present, being mindful, taking time to meditate, um, taking time to to do art, or you know whatever it is that helps you to be fully present, getting out into nature, exercising, you know music, you know these kinds of things that are all help us to to cultivate that ability to be fully conscious. And then constructive is the fourth C, and and it's it's just so important to always be not always but working on things that are productive. Right. Like, um, we live in a society that glorifies consumering, consumerism. Okay. Like, and being a consumer and, um, and, and we, we are all always being fed information, always being fed ideas, beliefs, consuming media. You know, there's just, there's so much information. We're being bombarded constantly by information that we have to turn it around and be producers of our own thoughts, (laughs) our own creations, you know, whatever it is. And, and those are all things again, this is why it overlaps with care is that being a producer always is a part of self-care. It's, it's something that for me over the last five plus years that I've been creating my podcast has been part of what has been able to, for me to cultivate myself and what I'm passionate about, and so all of these things help us to reshape our default patterns and how we cope with our stressors, um, creating, you know, connection and and being able to, to just clear our minds or, you know, all these different things. These are all different ways that we are learning how to, you can learn how to cope constructively by, by being pr- producers, right, of, of our our defaults, right? <laughs> like being conscious of them, because the more we shape them, mm-hmm. the more those become our default patterns. Right? Yes. Like I said earlier, that our pattern, our defaults and our habits can work for or against us. Mm-hmm. Well, the more we we shape and cultivate those default patterns, they will work for us. And so now I like as I've practiced this over the these last few years of doing this and being like, oh, my kid is not attacking me right now. I do not need to fall, fall into the fight or flight right? Like if if my kid's having a tantrum or having a mood swing, like I not need to be triggered by this because that's them <laughs> and this is me and I can choose my response. And the more stable and level-headed I am, the more I can lend them support, right? Like we are the parents and we need to show up as parents, not the little child inside of us that has been wounded and is responding to their wounds with our wounds. Right. And so that's, that is the most powerful thing that I've been able to learn through this whole family culture process and journey and, and, and studying lifespan development. And all these different things of the things that um, we experience as we transform throughout our lives to become more autonomous and healthy and balanced is, is how we respond as our default patterns and Really, it's about a practice of shaping our coping mechanisms to be these things, to have boundaries, to be conscious, to take care of ourselves, and to be productive. And um, as we do those things, we really are modeling those behaviors for our kids of what it looks like to be a healthy, balanced adult that doesn't, doesn't mean that we're perfect, right? Like, they can see us go through a triggering experience and thus go, okay, I'm choosing my response here. What? What? Yeah. You know, and, and like that's huge right there. You know, I have kids who are super reactive, okay? <laughs> that without safety, trust, and purpose, we're just floundering. Right. And so so that's that's really the goal ultimately is 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 coming back to those three principles. And and when we have safety and trust and purpose then we have a compass that's going to guide us through any of the conflicts and craziness that our kids can throw at us. So,
0: <laughs> and they uh, can throw nice, a whole bunch in
1: general. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> okay, so that's that's really that's that's really important. So Well, yeah. I appreciate your insight and all the study that you've done. I appreciate that I like the idea of the default or our usual reaction to something and that we don't have to do it. We don't have to react that way. You don't have to yell at your child. You don't have to get upset. You can laugh instead of, can you find the laughter in the moment? Because (laughs) it really is there, honestly, and you can default to that. Um, And so I I appreciate, and I love the idea of producing not consuming that we all need to be producers. We consume. we have to consume certain things. Right, but, you want
1: to study, but right. you don't want to just. You know, I think when we fall into a consumer, always consumer, consumer, then we become victims. Yeah,
0: absolutely, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, because yeah. they're telling us what to. Yeah. accountable. Right, I agree. Well, thank you so much again for um, for sharing your wisdom and insight. Um, so, you have a podcast. Would you share just a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, Wendy, of course, I I love my podcast, but I'm on a little bit of a mental break right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But if you go and you look for it, it's called the Family Culture Movement. And um, I have a website called homeandfamilyculture.com. And you can there's over a hundred episodes there. So if you haven't heard of the podcast before, you can go and catch up. And so when I'm ready to to relaunch, you'll be all up to date on everything Perfect. that I'm working on.
0: Perfect. And we'll put those links in the show notes. So those of you who are listening and want to know more, you can just go to the show notes and find um find Jody. Cause she's there. She's out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and learn more. That's so again, thank you for coming on and um Just thank you. Yeah. No, thank you for having me, Wendy. It was fun. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points, too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.